The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Asalaamu Alaikum and welcome to the Book Club Show on Inspire 105.1 FM. My name is Imrana. It is 10 o'clock on Tuesday, the 23rd of July. I hope you are having a wonderful morning so far. Nice and sunny out there. And we are going to head straight over to Enishid, Mountains of Mecca by Zayn Bika. Enjoy. Oh, mountains of Mecca, what did you see? When a mother cried out where the sun is smiling. And they were depending solely on their Lord When out of the earth a blessing Muhammad is his messenger. 
Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the book club show on Inspire 105.1 FM. It's just four minutes past 10 on Tuesday the 23rd of July. My name is Imrana. I hope you are having a wonderful morning so far. It's a really, really special um show today because I'm going to be joined by a very special guest um, which is um, Peter Sanders and we're going to be talking about his new photographic book Meetings with Mountains. Um, So I'm just going to start off by giving um, an introduction on um, Peter Sanders and um, the book um, itself. So Peter Sanders is a preeminent photographer of the Muslim world. He's um, been photographing um, for many many years. I think his career probably spans at least you know 40 um, years or so and um, he was actually very early on in his career um, photographing rock and roll musicians like Bob Dylan, Jimi Hendrix and then it was at part of um, his journey of um, accepting Islam he then made an active choice to um, photograph and capture the uh, Muslim world in the terms of um, the people and places and I had the pleasure a few um, well a couple of years ago in 2017 of bringing his um, body of work, The Art of Integration to Luton. Um, so we had an exhibition of the work at Stockwood Discovery Centre. And it was an absolute, absolute pleasure actually working um, with uh, Peter Sanders. Uh, you know, it was um, an honour actually. Um, I first met him at um, his Art of Integration exhibition um, in London, which was actually all the way back in 2015. And um, I think just meeting him and he said that, you know, he'd really like to take this exhibition um, around um, the UK, whereas it'd been, you know, toured around the world, actually. But in, in this country, it'd only ever been exhibited mostly in, in London. Um, so it was, um, you know, I had a lot of support from from Luton Culture, from Revolution Arts, lots of um, organisations um in our town to bring that exhibition and it was definitely one of the most um i guess i I do consider it a blessing actually to be able to have worked on that project and i guess for me the driving um force behind that was the beauty that peter sanders was able to capture um in these images and also there's a previous work which um is called In the Shade um, of the Tree. And that was looking um, specifically at, um, it was like a photographic record of, again, um, the Islamic world in terms of um, people in the different places. And um, and then coming back to the art of integration, that was looking at um, the, I guess, the... Um, representation of British Muslims in the UK and all the contributions and it all amazing things that we've done. Um, so when I heard that um, Peter Sanders has a new book out, which obviously it's a body of work that he uh, has been working on for a very long time and um, called Meetings with Mountains. Um, and it's basically based on um, the encounters of saints and sages of the Islamic world. And I think it has to be one of the, you know, if I had to call, use a word, I think epic would probably still be an understatement. To be able to... Um, travel the word and uh, the world sorry and be able to uh, capture all these um amazing amazing people um you know um of Allah and um be able to share that with us I think is really really beautiful and I think it's so important that we're able to um I guess have access um to this um and alongside that um we had um as part of the Aramana book club so some of you know that I um, also uh, run that we had um, a session where we um, discussed the book Signs on the Horizons by Michael Sugic and perhaps once we um, have uh, Peter Sanders on the line we can talk a little bit about how they both work to be able to you know produce these uh, amazing um, pieces of art basically um, so I am going to um, basically ask Peter Sanders I think he'll be on it Assalamu alaikum Welcome salam how are you Alhamdulillah how are you I'm good, thank you. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I was just introducing a little bit about um, yourself and about um, the work that you do. Um, so would you like to maybe, I think, just for, for our listeners, a bit about your journey as a photographer, firstly, and then we can speak a little bit about um, the book that you're uh, Meetings with Mountains as well. Well, I've been doing uh, photography since uh, the mid-60s. And it's kind of followed my own journey, really. So um, it started off in the kind of mid-60s, and most people know about that period, mm-hmm. and the Beatles and the hippies and all that. So it kind of that's, that was my kind of how I cut my teeth in photography during that period. And mm-hmm. 
and then uh, kind of certain things happened to me uh, spiritually that began to wake me up to something greater than myself. And so uh, at the end of the 60s, actually beginning of the 70s, I went to India on a kind of quest, really, on a kind of spiritual search. And so I kind of documented all of that. And then um, and I looked at many different religions, uh, Hinduism, Buddhism, Sikhism. I read a little bit about Islam, and then, you know, eventually came uh, to Islam, and it was a kind of leap of faith. You have to recognize it's a very different situation than it is now. There was not that much known about Islam at that time. Mm-hmm. So then from that point, I just started traveling around the Muslim world, and which I have done continually since that period, and witnessed uh, a lot of change, changes, really kind of witnessed the end of traditional Islam as we understand it, mm-hmm. and, you know, various, uh, undertaken various un- projects really to kind of be like a kind of bridge to help people si- see the side of of that world that I've been very fortunate enough to see, which I think a lot of people don't see. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of really uh, peaked really with this project, which has been an ongoing project for 50 years, mm-hmm. and... Uh, which is really to photograph the, the saints and sages. I mean, I, you can go to any gathering around the world and I can ask the audience, who's heard of extremists within Islam? And everybody's mm. going to stick their hand up. Mm. But if you ask them, has anyone heard of the opposite? No, no one will. Maybe someone's heard about Rumi. I think that's probably mm. about the extent of it. Yet it is part of, it is very much part of the pictures. It is part of any religious uh, community. It's, but for somehow it's not known within our community or by very few people, and less alone, let alone by the, the wider audience. So it, it was a project that was very dear to my heart. The problem is that these, it is a contradiction, as I often say, is that it's, mm-hmm. it's a book about a whole group of people who do not want to be photographed and who do not want to be known in the world mm-hmm. because they prefer to be more like recluses almost. I mean, they're not worldly people people by their nature mm-hmm. but the point is that when you see them and when you sit with them there is incredible benefit you know and and really i wanted to try and present that in in a way that's never been done before mm. no i mean that's an actual you know beautiful i guess intention and, and like you say it almost feels like it, it just happened organically you know as you said through through your journey and do you feel that that time that you spent with um you know these people where they I guess quite generous with their time. I'm assuming, and the fact that then they were the willing to actually be captured, you know, by yourself on on a camera. I mean, how, how many of them didn't, and you know, it no, took a lot sure. of persuasion. I mm. mean, it's not that they think photography is forbidden. Mm. They don't want anything that makes them appear as if they are something. I mean, yeah. it's, it's yeah. about the ego, mm. and we live in a very egocentric society now. You know, the whole self regeneration and everything. But these people. It, it, it's it's from pure humility, really, mm. and uh, those ones that did, who had never been photographed before, it really, they didn't want to say no to me. But, yeah. You know, they didn't want that experience, and many of them passed away after the, mm. you know, after the, sometimes weeks after I took their pictures, and oh, I got a little bit nervous at some point because I was thinking, oh my goodness, if the word gets out, yeah. no one will ever... Yeah, you take their pictures, and then a, yeah. a friend of mine said, "No, no, that's why they let let you take the picture. They were already leaving the world, so mm. it was not an issue anymore." No, subhanallah. And you you mentioned that obviously this work in itself is is almost like a fifty year project. So, what is partly, I guess, the reason? Obviously, some of it obviously is because you were literally um, traveling, but also is there in itself a journey about being able to bring all that work into fruition as a book? I mean, how was that journey been for you? Oh, it's been, I mean, it's called Meetings of Mountains, and I really, I really, um, especially the last couple of years, I felt like I was climbing the summit of Everest, and it was so intense, and the book went through so many changes. It's a bit like, you know, if you started polish a mirror or a diamond or something, the more you polish it, the more you see flaws in it, and it just became... I became like a man obsessed with it, right. make it as, as good as and as perfect as humanly possible. I mean, I'm sure that mm. I'll look at it in, in 
10 years' time and think, oh, I wish I didn't do that. But at the moment, yeah. I'm really happy with it. It's mm. really beautifully printed. You know, I mean, and it's not, you know, it, it doesn't, it's not just me. It involves a lot of people, you mm. know, yeah, of course. from designing it and the, the, the photographic mm. professionals that I worked with and from raising the money. And, you know, it was just such an amazing journey. Yeah. And I think for me, the thing that really was one of the greatest inspiration so because we crowdfunded i wasn't sure how i was going to fund it at mm, all i didn't mm. have them I, I mean i've worked on it for nothing myself selflessly for a long time but mm-hmm. coming to printing it i needed money and and we did a was persuaded to do a crowdfunding yes. campaign for it and some people gave very generously but what mm. really touched me was young people who just donated like one pound or one dollar but mm. they were really inspired by the project and that yeah. for me gave me a lot of hope for the future mm. Because, you know, we've had a tough time with all this very negative portrayal mm. of, the, of the community. And I think this just was really, you know, that the young people really want something different. And I think that's very inspiring. Yeah, no, definitely. I think you just mentioning that is kind of giving me goosebumps. I think that that is what it is. We, we are doing all these works. You know, we, we say that we stand on the um, shoulders of giants. And that's, in essence, what it is that all this work that, you know, yourself that you've spent, obviously, you know so um passionately being able to bring to us we want to be able to inspire the the younger generation and you know like i said kind of have that firm firm grip with with you know um our tradition our heritage our faith which is absolutely beautiful and and could you maybe talk a little bit about because i absolutely love um the the uh, image of of the cover of the book um it's such a powerful (laughs) (laughs) image i just you know i literally i i I look at it i really get lost in it it's just i mean how did that come about or it do did you go through all the photographs you've taken and it's something just, just kind of fit? or uh, It just, I mean, he's a very powerful mm. presence, that man, and he was 125 when he died. I knew him, first met him when he was about 105. Right. And uh, some of his people used to bring him to England every year. He lived in Medina, his life, for 60 mm-hmm. years of his life. Um, but they used to bring him to England every year and do this really intensive tour for him up and down England. I just mm. didn't know how he did it. It wasn't, it wasn't that healthy. Mm. But anyway, I was fortunate enough to, to meet him, and, um, and so I did this uh, photo session with him. So when I was... Uh, I, it really came from the title, which was Meetings of Mountains, mm. and I just had this idea about, you know, uh, making this image of, um, of one of these people being like a mountain. Mm. And his was just his was the picture that came to mind, mm. and and then I was you know I had second well he's quite intense you know mm. I don't I don't want to put people off <laughs> yep. although these people are quite awesome you know yeah. and and I tried many other pictures but it just didn't work that was the picture that uh, had to be the cover yeah and we, we you know we. We played with it, it we, we sort of lightened it up a little bit, so it was a bit of work to make it really uh, translate to a wider audience, but I'm, mm. you know, I still, I'm very happy with it, really, it worked perfectly. Yeah. No, it, it is a beautiful image, and um, and so in terms of the book itself, so is this something um, available for people to actually purchase now, or is it something you're still yeah, funding? Yeah, it's, it's online, mm-hmm. if you go to right. my website, mm-hmm. uh, com, mm-hmm. there's a link, you'll see a banner uh, under the pictures that come online immediately there's a banner you click on that and it gives you all the information about the book and you can buy mm. it online it is limited it is limited we have you know it mm. was a very very expensive book to produce mm. it's slightly it, it is subsidized because of the crowdfunding sure. uh, we were only uh, able to print a sort of limited edition so it, mm. it is it is there mm-hmm. i mean hopefully it'll sell out and then i'll have the problem mm. with how am I going to print it again but I'll cross that bridge when I yeah. come to it but uh, it, <laughs> sure. it's really you know it's really exciting we did a we did a book launch in Bradford recently mm. and uh, a thousand people came to the amazing uh, mm. venue we, we had Habib Ali who was there who's you know has been involved in the book with me and is featured in the book and uh it was really, really beautiful, mm. and I was signing books about three hours. My hand went oh, wow. completely numb at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to dip it under hot. I had to take it under hot water to get it back to life again. <laughs> and and when the people wanted to clear the venue because they had another event happening, right. people were still selling Queuing. books out of the window of oh, the building, and passing card readers out and handing books out to people. So it was yeah. really 
just an amazing event, really. There was a lot of uh, excitement and buzz about it. So yeah, no, yeah I'm, I'm kind of taken by it. This is all a bit of a, mm. you know, we're, we're, we've turned into a kind of warehouse shipping mm. <laughs> company at the moment. Yeah, I can imagine. And it's made, I'm getting orders from like places like Mauritius and Australia, and I don't know how they even heard of the book right, in all right, these places. Brilliant. So it's, it's thank yeah. God, it's amazing. Really. Yeah. No much us hope, really. The fact that people, you know, love these people and see them as, you know, signposts to mm. God is very important. We mm. need to recognize their existence and yeah. you know, appreciate that. It's a great blessing, you know, and, and it, it gives a lot of hope after all this kind of negativity we've had. Mm. And yeah. I really believe it is a counter-narrative. I mean, it, it, you know, this is a conversation that hasn't been had um, and mm. I think maybe the time is right for it now. Yeah, no, Masha, definitely. And and will you be doing any more um, events to do um, with the book? Obviously, I know you were at yeah, Bradford, yeah. the Bradford Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We're just finalising. I'm doing Glasgow this weekend. Ah, the Sufi the, Festival. Yeah, the oh, Sufi brilliant. Festival. So mm-hmm. I'm doing a presentation and book signing up there. Mm-hmm. Then after that, I think the next thing we're doing is Manchester. Um, I think on the... Uh, Mm-hmm. Third or fourth, I can't remember. It'll be on my website. We're going to finalise these dates, mm-hmm. and then I'm doing Nottingham. Uh, I think Liverpool. I think I'm even doing High Wycombe. Oh, amazing! Uh, okay, is yeah. it is that in the so next few weeks or so? Yeah, it's it, all going to be in the next few weeks, and then on yeah. 25th of September, I'm going to America. So I'm going to do a tour from uh, East Coast to West Coast across America, oh, promoting the book. So. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, brilliant. Um, so that's, we, yeah. We, I, we'll hope to put all those up. They'll be on social media, but they're hopefully mm-hmm. they'll all be on my website in the next few days, so we'll finalise the dates. Okay, inshallah. And then we'll just need to bring you to, back to Luton at some point yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, there was discussion. <laughs> Actually, I'm having a meeting about Luton, so... Um, Fantastic, that's that, good that's to hear. We'll, we'll do as many as I can. Yeah, of course, yeah. And, um, I mean, I did have a message in from, from somebody who's... Um, actually uh, uh, had a copy of Meetings with Mountains and um, right. she, she said that I read it in one sitting yesterday, totally immersed in it, beautiful, and she wanted me to thank you, um, so oh, obviously good. there's I'm someone... I'm glad people are enjoying it. I mm. The writing was the most, I'm, you know, I'm a photographer I'm not really a writer and I think the writing was the most difficult. Mm. Uh, I wanted to put it in a language that was accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about things that actually are beyond words. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was very difficult for me at the beginning to find a language to talk about these matters. So really, the book is the photographs and what happened when I met these people. Sure. And, uh, but I'm, you know, I think eventually I got there. I had a lot of very good people mentoring me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really... So did you do the writing yourself or was somebody else yeah, involved? Yeah, I basically, I wrote oh. it all out and I worked with an editor and then yeah. she would say to me, oh, you can't say that, it doesn't, yeah. I tend to speak in telegrams, so sure. I don't kind of explain myself a lot and then she'd say, you can't say that, you need to explain it a bit more and, yeah. and I'm like, I'm trying to find the balance between explaining it and not just making yeah. it about information, it needs to resonate in the heart somewhere, so that, mm. that was a big challenge for me, but mm. um, uh, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty well happy with it. I think. No, that's that's brilliant. But um, no, that's it's so wonderful to be able to actually have, have spoken to you um about it. And like you said, it it really does seem a journey and something that's finally coming to fruition. And I do hope um. I see the tour um, goes really well and that it uh, continues to be um, well received. But it has been yeah. um, an absolute pleasure, obviously, speaking to you about it. So thank you so I much. Think, I think yeah. what I do like, like to, to add that it's not yes. a who's who. You know, I do make this disclaimer. It's no, not sure. a who's who of these people. I, mm. I don't want to look, look like I'm the Vatican, you know, sanctionising all these people. It's no, my own personal journey and anyone yeah. else would have their own journey. Mm-hmm. But it's really what happened when I met them and how it affected me. Yeah, and, uh, that's important to remember. You know, they mm-hmm. some people get very enthusiastic about their teachers, and then yes. but they are they are all signposts to God. You know, and they themselves will say that they, mm-hmm. it's not about uh, personalities as such. Mm-hmm. Although each person is, has their own personality, I'm not denying that. But this, mm-hmm. you know, these are people not trying to attract things to themselves. They're mm-hmm. trying to say, look, you know, we're just pointing yeah. to God, and that's very important to remember that. Yeah. I mean, no, definitely. I think I, I agree because everything, it's coming back to this idea of, you know, sign, you know, signs, I guess, and the fact that, you know, um, Allah's placed them here and there and, yes. and this idea of them, yeah, just being that 
kind of yeah I guess direction and, and just um, that reminder I think is beautiful and and how many I mean would you be able to put a number how many you've been able to actually document in, in the book in terms of the I can't I should really count this up I mean the book is 380 <laughs> it's a massive oh, book oh huge you know? yeah, I mean I it's that. 380 pages it weighs 3.1 kilos it's a massive amazing oh, wow I think yeah. I think I think there's a hundred, somebody said there's a hundred people. I thought there was right. more than that, but probably, um, yeah. but they're from all around the world, you know, from every country that I was fortunate yeah. enough to meet these people. And, you know, many of them are very hidden. Um, yeah. Some are known within certain communities, some are very, very hidden. And that's yeah. the thing about these people. It's very easy to miss them if you're not careful, you know. You need to... Yeah, no, right. no, absolutely. We're just going to be... definitely there. Yeah. Definitely there. No, just Arklas, thank you so much. We're just heading um, over to a break now, but it's been yeah, an absolute yeah. pleasure speaking with you, and thank hopefully you. we will um, be in touch again um, soon, thank inshallah. Thank you so much. No, okay then. All right, salam Thank you. Right, so that was Peter Sanders talking about meetings with mountains. We are heading off to a break. See you in a few seconds. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. This is Atif Nawaz, and you're listening to an Inspire FM podcast. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the Book Club Show on Inspire 105.1 FM. The time is 10.30 on Tuesday the 23rd of July. I hope you had uh, or grabbed yourself um, a tea or a coffee in that uh, few moments that we had of a break. Um, so we were talking a um, little while ago to Peter Sanders who is uh, an amazing photographer, preeminent photographer of the Muslim world, um, about his new book Meetings with Mountains. It's a photographic book capturing um, the in- encounters that he himself has had personally with the saints and sages of the Islamic world and um, it's always a pleasure to be able to speak to uh, Peter Sanders um, kind of directly about his work because I do find that you know I'm always always inspired um, speaking to him and just about his work and his passion not just um, in terms of the art form that he um, works on in terms of photography but the actual intentions that he mashallah has you know for, for the work this idea that he had I guess the blessing of being able to travel um, the Muslim world and meet um, these amazing amazing you know te- uh, teachers and shayukh, um and you know amazing personalities and be able to capture some beautiful images and to be able to share them you know with us especially you know and um You'd heard, heard him mention there were a few people that he'd um, uh, photographed who then, you know, very soon after um, just happened to actually, you know, pass away. And the fact that, you know, we are able to still have that link to them, I guess, through um, the amazing book, you know, Meetings with Mountains. And um, he mentioned that you were able to purchase it um, via his website, which is... Um, petersanders.com um and again it was just really i thought quite interesting even the journey of you know there's one thing where you're able to um spend time and um i guess put together a body of work but then how do you get it to actual you know to print or how do you end up getting it to you know some sort of exhibition where then people can actually access it and i think that is always um the struggle especially when we talk about the art sector because you know the arts as we know isn't something which is um you know, it's always based on funding. If you if you can get the funding, absolutely brilliant. If you don't, then you know, I, I dread to think the amount of uh, projects and people who've just had to give up because they haven't been able to secure, you know, funds. And I think it's so important, especially for us as the Muslim communities, that are we investing enough when it comes to our um, culture and heritage, um, especially with the arts, because we know it's part uh, it's part and parcel of our faith, even at the time of the Prophet Wasallam, that, you know, we, we know about, um, you know, there were poets and um, who... And, Poetry in itself was the epitome of excellence in terms of um, language and communication. Um, and even, you know, throughout, you know, I think uh, Peter Sanders mentioned Rumi, but the fact that, you know, when you go and you talk to people who maybe aren't of the Muslim faith, maybe the only spiritual thing that they actually know about is Rumi. And, and that's actually it. And, you know, that's, um, you know, Malana Rumi himself in terms of his work is amazing. But then, to think that actually people don't have access or they don't know about the wealth of treasure, you know, in terms of the people we have um, 
as part of um, the Muslim faith is actually, um, I guess it's a little bit sad, but that's more importantly why this book, Meetings with Mountains, is, is so, so important, that we're able to, um, you know, support these projects. And, and you know, I think, especially for many of us living in Luton, it's a really, really good time in terms of there is a lot of investment coming in, but how many of us are actually taking the time out to, you know, go to these events and attend these events and show our support? And, you know, mashallah, we, you know, we are very good when it comes to um, supporting, um, you know, charity work, whether it's local or international. But the other thing I think we do need to start thinking about is in the current social political climate where, you know, you know, Islamophobia is on the rise. Uh, very soon we're going to be um, having uh, a newly uh, appointed um, prime minister who, you know, I think it would be... Um I have no qualms in saying that it's probably not the best um, um, pathway at the moment, I guess, for for, for people of um, the Muslim faith, for people who um, have and follow Islam and it's a part and parcel of their faith. Now, how do we go about setting up, you know, a counter, a counter narrative? Because at the moment, the narrative out there, whether it's the media, whether it's TV, um, is definitely um, negative when it comes to speaking about Muslims. Um, so that's why we're such as these whether it's books whether it's exhibitions or projects or you know I think if we hear that there's something going on you know if we are able to um, financially support them then you know absolutely I would definitely um, you know uh, not just recommend that I'd strong I guess strongly uh, recommend that but if we aren't able to contribute you know financially I think you know even if we can just share things that are um, on social media just let people know that you know there's something happening and maybe actually attend you know it does do a lot I think in terms of um, supporting one another um, and then so coming back to obviously the book that we spoke to Peter Sanders about meetings with mountains um, and that in itself I think um, as I said to Peter as well the the image itself and I realize I didn't actually maybe describe it but there, there is um, a picture of a um, one of the show um, and he's just um, in uh, kind of a black black kind of colored um jadu like over um his his head but then in the background there's actually um a mountain but it all kind of um kind of fuses together if that's the right way of describing it so it's almost as though the um personality is the mountain itself and then this idea that it's meetings with mountains and we know even you know um, the Quran mentions Allah mentions in the Quran and references the mountains you know many times and um, and this idea that they actually mountains themselves play an important role in almost like stabling stabilizing the the earth um, and it's mentioned in the Quran where Allah says that and he has set firm mountains in the earth so that that it would not shake with you and that I think is a beautiful I guess the book itself then a personification of that that these um people um who have dedicated their lives um to Allah to their faith and actually it is because of them that we have I think this solid firm foundation that uh, you know those of us who are probably just um, barely you know maybe being able to read our five daily prayers that we know that actually there are those people out there that inspire us that we are able to have maybe teachers that we learn from um, and this idea of not even just I guess um, seeking knowledge but more importantly even being in their presence so again um, if there's events happening locally to you where you know that there's uh, maybe a particular teacher who's traveled from a different place to deliver a lecture you know we should try to make that effort to attend and even if you know perhaps you know we've got a lot going on even if we just pop in or even if we're there and we only take one kind of gem kind of you know nugget of information and just keep it with us I think that could be enough to just kind of keep us going I remember uh, recently there was um a um an event with um Usada um Badria and she I, you know, I, I'd gone with my children so you know some of it there was a little bit of distraction there but the one thing I remember taking away from that was this kind of advice where um, Masha she just said love people right and it was such a kind of a beautiful um thing for me just to take from it and you, you can kind of think oh well that's a bit simple it's really you know what 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 is the point of that but sometimes I think we just need um certain reminders and something like that where um uh, you can leave a space and just say, you know what? Yeah, I just need, yeah, I just need to love people, you know, <laughs> right? Um, and it's those things that books um, and having access to books and that kind of knowledge is is so important. And um, 
one of the links um, to, I guess, the work that Peter Sanders has done is um, a previous book that I mentioned earlier as well, Signs on the Horizons. And this is, um, I might actually talk about this book um, very soon as well, and we'll try to get Michael Sugic um, on the show, which would be wonderful. Um, so he documented, um, similarly to, I guess, Peter Sanders, all the encounters that he'd had with um, these personalities around the world. And, you know, these, um, uh, and it was more about, how he felt and it's his personal journey but one of them I remember really um it, re- it really actually sums up a little bit of what Peter Sanders was actually trying to say in Meetings with Mountains. So uh, Michael Sugich in, in this different book called Signs and Horizons he uses a um uh, this it's meant to be like a Sufi inspiration where um they were talking about um, some of these people, as Peter Sanders said, they don't actually want all of this, um, uh, I guess, exposure. They don't want necessarily to people to know them. But um, And the analogy is to be like a black ant on a black stone at midnight. And I remember when I first came across this um, this statement, it, I found it so kind of profound, the fact that it's something or somebody who exists, but they don't actually want to be seen. And I think in a world of social media and in a world of where we constantly just, it's all about our egos again, which is something that uh, Peter mentioned, you know, it's all about selfie culture and we just want ourselves to be um always exposed and always kind of um to be known about and this idea of you know fame and wanting to be an influencer and oh gosh all these things um these people when we talk about the shayukh and, and you know we talk about our teachers and we talk about you know all Allah and um and to be honest it's not even one of those things where you know there's might be it's a slight difference of opinion where you just think, well, you know, the Quran and Sunnah is what you need to hold to. But I think there are times when you need those sources of inspiration. But the fact that these people who um, Peter Sanders has captured in his book Meetings with Mountains, that they are exactly like that, to be um, like a blank a black ant on a black stone at midnight, to be completely hidden. And I think, you know, there's a lot that we can actually ourselves um, take from that. And... Um, some the the coming to maybe a previous work of Peter Sanders. So he has another photographic book, which was one of the first that I actually um, ever bought, which is um, called In the Shade of the Tree. Um, and again, I guess the intention is um, a little bit similar. So it was idea for f- to capture just images, not just people, but actually any kind of images of the Islamic world and just present it really beautifully. But in um, that particular book, there are also some um, pictures of um, some of our um, teachers. So there's one here, which is uh, it's a beautiful picture and um, it just shows um, um, Sheikh Ahmed um, Fal, he just is holding uh, a book and you can see a stack of books uh, behind him, he's got a beautiful um, a smile as well and uh, the little caption basically says and this is by Peter Sanders after driving for many hours through the Mauritanian desert we arrived at the tent of this great scholar Sheikh Ahmed Fal, a completely unpretentious, uh, unpretentious gentleman who sat surrounded by his books, he was a gracious host, as our visit concluded we asked if there was anything he needed <clears throat> After a moment, his reply was, just a small mud building to protect my books. Every time there is a sandstorm, my books are ruined. Um, so I think that's one a beautiful example, actually, I guess, of what we um, can expect from Peter Sanders in terms of um, his work. To be able to just that small, um, you know, a bit of information, it says so much about who this person is, the fact that he obviously has a love of books um, and just being worried that actually that this is going to be ruined, uh, you know, in a, in a sandstorm because, you know, um, living uh, in the desert in, in a tent and, and just saying, actually, I just want, you know, a small mud, mud building. And for those of us who are constantly wanting to, um, the bar, you know, have the biggest um, best house on the best road and all these um, intentions that we have for ourselves that actually maybe we should just um, yeah maybe just be a bit more humble and think about you know the, the things that are really important um, and there is also um, another example of uh, one of the um, uh, shiuch that uh, Peter Sanders has um, photographed so this is a book um, I mean I'm looking particularly right now in the, in the shade of the tree just to give you an example but obviously the, the book that Peter Sanders was talking about is called Meetings uh, with Mountains um, so this one um, is an image and it says 
A memorizer of the entire Quran, Sheikh Muhammad Ali is known also as the master of the times. This title is given to special people who are able to tell when the time of um, of any of the five daily prayers, prayers has arrived without the aid of any device other than a stick and the length of its shadow. He can also tell which day it is by the movement of the stars. He has a very lovable personality and one feels strongly drawn to his company. Um, you know, again, it's such a, you know, the, the image itself is, is beautiful and um, and just that kind of accompanying and piece of uh, writing with it. The fact that we had you know these people um who were able to these really amazing things where they were so in tune with nature that they were able to uh, use literally suns shadows and stars and be able to um just you know tell that we i mean i am terrible i literally you know once, once the clocks change i still i spend weeks trying to work out oh when is the word when's us heard and um but the fact that we you know that they, they are the, 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 you know um, our teachers who they just know and because they've had that blessing they've had that you know dedication and their love I guess for Allah and Islam that um, they were you know able to do these things even even now and I think these things are so important when we talk about um, this type of work especially um, now the other um, obviously body of work that I mentioned earlier by Peter Sanders um, was called the art of integration so um 2017 we brought the art of integration exhibition to luton and i actually had the pr uh, pleasure of obviously working with peter sanders and actually commissioning him to create a new body of work you know in luton and i think at that time the intention really was to um again come back to this idea of presenting a counter narrative where luton as a town we um it's always you know misrepresented it's always presented in a, 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 a you know a, a negative light and sometimes that is because um you know, people just assume as Muslims, you know, and just kind of really make sensationist um, headlines, I think. And, you know, it was for me to say, well, if I could work with Peter to create a body of work that actually shows that um, Muslims in Luton, you know, we, we are also doing amazing things. And um, even that term, actually, so it was part of, it was called Beyond Borders. But um, the strapline was the art of integration and that term itself, integration, how it's become such a loaded term. Um, and, you know, again, even as I mentioned, this current social political climate where we are having to almost, um, I guess, as Muslims, you know, humanize ourselves. And I d obviously, I don't it's not something actually we should have to do and we shouldn't do it. Um, but I think at that time, you know, a couple of years ago, there was kind of something that I felt I needed to do, do something which was. A positive and that I could have that sense of um, not even pride but actually um, s I have the intention to really build something for the the younger people and obviously as a mother at that time I was like I don't want my daughters to grow up in a world where they're not um, it's not even about tolerance for I want them and all of us really to be fully accepted into the society that we live and we shouldn't have to ideally we shouldn't have to actually even have to fight for that but obviously um, reality um, is sometimes very very different um, but again so the art of integration is a, um, a different body of work which is looking at the positive representation of British Muslims um, in the UK um, so all of the both these books Art of Integration and um, In the Shade of the Tree are both kind of photographic um, essays so to speak and Meetings of Mountains which is um, the book we were talking to um, Peter Sanders about earlier so looking more specifically at the encounters with um, saints and sages of the um, Islamic world but if you have any comments or views that you'd want to share you can call in on 01582481822 or you can whatsapp in on 0779481822 um, so it just I think it's one of those things that um, Peter mentioned that the, he's going to be obviously going on a tour to um, talk about um, the book Meetings with Mountains and again how it's really important that actually we are able to even in Luton um, be part of these um, events and I was glad to hear that actually he is in discussion um, to be able to hopefully um, do some sort of an event in Luton that we can also um, attend or even if there's one maybe um, closer by. Um, so I think all in all, it's been um, one of those things where when we talk about um, our shayukan teachers, that when it comes to the importance of, of knowledge and what is it that we gain, um, and it's 
I think always comes back to intention. So even the intention for the book club show always has been where, how can we um, increase our love for reading and how do we find the time to be able to do that? And I think the aim really of book club is that even if you haven't read a particular book that we are talking about, you know, on the show, that even by listening in, maybe you're able to, you know, take something from it. Or I always love to hear actually people, um, you know, giving me any recommendations of books that we can um, discuss. So it's actually quite funny every time I mention somebody about the book club show or the book club the actual book club the Rama book club um, immediately like oh you know oh yeah yeah, I've got this book that I'd really like to recommend and it's always great to actually have those uh, recommendations so you can always um, contact um, the studio and just maybe let me know of any um, book recommendation that you have then I can include on our reading list and try to get through um, them also if you are interested in being a guest on the book club show that would be um also great i'd love to hear from you and obviously having guests i think just brings that dynamic in terms of um, a discussion um so next week we are going to be it's going to obviously be the holidays right because my daughter's actually break up from school today which is actually rather late but um so I'm going to try to um, have a couple of the shows to do something which also young people um, can be interested um, in. So next week I'll be joined some by some amazing um, young people. We will be looking, uh, we will be discussing the book Out of This World by Ali Sparks. So that is going to be quite a different one because I think it's kind of, um, uh, I still need to read it by the way, but I think it's kind of um, um like a sci-fi type novel which i haven't actually done many of um so i'm actually really looking forward to um doing that show and actually doing it with um the young people who i'm sure are going to have some really interesting um things to say so that is going to be next week on 30th of july obviously from 10 to 11 um and then i will probably be asked back into um the studio the week or so after that with um a, a different book but as i said if you have any suggestions it would be lovely to hear from you um so i think what might be quite nice is um in terms of some of the books that i have so i was also looking as i mentioned um at um the signs on the horizons by um Michael Sugic and uh, Michael Sugic, Peter Sanders, they've worked very, very um, closely together. Even in this book, actually, Michael Sugic, you know, makes a wonderful kind of reference to um, Peter Sanders um, and his work, which I am going to quickly find and read it to you. So he says, um, I first conceived of the idea of writing about men of God that I have met over a quarter of a century ago when the photographer Peter Sanders and I discussed the idea of recording biographies of these men and others in the tradition of the anecdotal um, hagiographics of saints that has existed in Islam since the beginning. We wanted to show in the most vivid way possible that men of profound spirituality are still with us. The project as originally conceived was more ambitious and would have required years of time and extensive travel to track down and interview hundreds of people who had known the great 20th century Sufis. However, we both had growing families and responsibilities that made the project highly impractical for year after year we put this enterprise off yet it was always at the back of both of our minds both of us are passionate about the transcendent gifts these men have brought to our lives personally and to the world um, while the grand historical project we originally conceived has receded we have each separately revived the idea in more personal forms we are producing in par- parallel two complementary volumes both highly personal from two different approaches in a very real sense this book would not have been written without the inspiration of peter sanders four, de- four decade quest to capture the saints of islam on film and I think, you know, that kind of extract from this book, Signs of the Horizons, is really beautiful because it even shows back then when this this book itself was um, uh, published that they were kind of had this um, working together on meetings and bountings. And I think it's beautiful that they've been able to actually now um, bring it to uh, fruition and you are able to purchase meetings and mountains um, via Peter Sanders' um, website, which is petersanders.com. Um, now, um, uh, Obviously, Peter Sanders mentioned that there's others, um, there's maybe about 100, he said he hadn't counted yet, of um, people that he is able to, has been able to capture in the book. And, um, you know, even there's reference to, um, 
you know Martin Doctor you know Martin Lings uh, who obviously we know wrote um, one of the series of the Prophet Sallam and you know there'll be many others that you know he mentioned also Habib Ali which I know there's many of us in who in Luton because he's um, uh, Habib Ali has come to Luton many times before and just being able to I guess have that all in um, one book that we can access um, you know whenever you want I think is is brilliant and the message that I had earlier from somebody who'd said that they'd um, obviously read the book and the profound effect it had on them I think is so so um, important that sometimes we're able to take that time out and pause um, and especially for those of us I guess who maybe feel like okay we don't really have time to read a whole book or a novel the fact that the the this book Meetings with Mountains it's a photographic book it is literally being able to look at some beautiful um, you know visuals and then have accompanying um, kind of text with it and just you know to sit and take time and to really ponder about what all these things mean and again coming back to the fact that it's called meetings with mountains and you know what you know what about our meetings that we have with people you know in our daily lives whether it's you know friends or teachers or colleagues what intentions do we make first thing in the morning before we're going to work before we're going you know to do something and I think again it's a beautiful reminder actually of the intentions that we should have so we when we're managing you know hoping to meet somebody what do we want to take from them as soon as we make the intention that actually this is for you know the pleasure of Allah or we have that right intention there will always be some you know benefit in it and I think you know even whether it's wanting to spend um, uh, time with children or you know our parents it's again about creating that kind of sense of unity and that sense of love um, and always having the intention that actually we are in the dunya as um, kind of as custodians and you know that responsibility on us as human beings is so um, important and it's a good reminder I think um, to have and it's hopefully being able to have um, a book like Meetings with Mountains or any sort of kind of literature or um, piece of art that I think when you look at and it reminds you of Allah then you know there's obviously goodness and there's benefit in it and hopefully inshallah it's something that we can always um, you know share with others um, or even for our own spirituality in this sense of what it means to be spiritual and we have a lot obviously a talk about that but you know what it means to basically be uh, pause and take time um, and yeah just be able to always come back to Allah which I think is so so important um, so uh, like I said next week we are going to be um, joined by some lovely young people talking about Out of This World by Ali Sparks I will see you then Assalamu Alaikum Thank you for listening to our podcast why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at Inspire FM Luton.